Howdy. You're listening to the Think Brasses podcast. We host conversations with locals, politicians, and policy experts to help families thrive in Brasses County, Texas. So when you're thinking about how to make your community better, just remember, think local, think Brasses. So we're joined with Prentice Madison. He is running for precinct four of the county commissioner's court and also a sitting city council member from the city of Bryan. So Prentice, uh, welcome to our show, Think Brazos. Thanks for having me. So obviously we brought you here today to talk about um, a couple of things, but the main thing is you're running. You're running for this position on the county commissioner's court. But it seems like you've had quite a number of years of experience on the city council and before that maybe planning and zoning. So I'd like to hear a little bit about your background, especially political background, and uh, what you plan to do going forward at the county. Uh, Actually, I first started my volunteer service with the city back in 2002 or 2001. Wow. Uh, Parks and Rec Board. Yeah. I've served many years on the Parks and Rec Board. I uh, actually got to chair the Parks and Rec Board my last few years okay. on the Parks and Rec Board. And uh, from the Parks and Rec Board, I went to the Zoning Board of Adjustments, which was the ZBA. Uh-oh. And uh, we, we met probably twice or three times a year, which mm-hmm. was really neat to also participate in that. And from yeah. ZBA, I did. I went to the Planning and Zoning Commission. And that's when we really started learning the functions of the city yeah. in the different uh, areas that you have to be able to relate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go in because a lot of times being a citizen I start to realize then like oh I just can't make this phone call or I just can't complain about it I have to be in depth to make sure that I'm I'm calling the right people oh, associating okay. with the right people yeah. uh, to make sure that it's getting to the right right, yeah. right deal but but again to the ordinary citizen this is a hard thing to to do yeah but uh, as council member i think that's why i pride myself on as being a city councilman as to making those phone calls for those individuals that need to get in contact yeah. with the right individuals and staff does a terrific job okay. uh, uh getting back with uh with the constituents and the citizens to make sure that their complaints or they right. were um or they uh problem is getting mm-hmm. solved so uh, planning and zoning really taught me a lot. And uh, towards, uh, I guess, my third or fourth term on mm-hmm. planning and zoning, uh, I seen that District 2 was kind of going in a in a wrong direction. Hmm. We wasn't making that connection between staff and the citizens of District 2. Okay. So I decided to run for city council, and we, we came out, you know, uh, triumphantly. What year was that? That was 2000. And 16. Oh, wow. 2016, um, we ran, which was, I think, the first time the election was held in November mm-hmm. for, for council members. And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a great opportunity. And uh, we've enjoyed it. We learned a lot. I think we, we helped a lot. We kept an open-door policy. Mm-hmm. We kept our phone lines open. And uh, any way that we can improve citizens' relationship with, with staff and yeah. council, in, in administration, that's what we, we aim to do. That's so awesome. it's been an enjoyable uh, process. Never Great. considered myself a political person. <laughs> Just wanted to do what I thought was in my heart to do, yeah. with, and that was to serve others and make sure that other people was getting the things that they needed to help. That's, that's help, awesome. Help relate to themselves. And um, more personally, um, I know we kind of skipped over that, and I didn't mean to. I wanted to ask you, you, you have, uh, you're married, and you have 
four children? Uh, yes, or? me and me and my wife Patricia. Wow. We've we've been married for the last uh fourteen, fifteen years. Wow. And uh we do have four kids together. Uh our oldest daughter is Alana. She graduated from Texas A&M. Oh, congrats. Uh, next one is Giovanni. He's, uh-huh. He works here locally for uh, UPS. Oh, does he? He's a driver for UPS, okay. so a lot of people probably see him around yeah. town all the time. Oh. And uh, Michael, she's a sophomore at Texas Southern University down nice. in Houston, Texas. Wow. And PJ's a, a senior at MC Harris School oh, wow. here in Bryan ISD. So, so he's the youngest. Got yeah, it. so he's 18, but okay. he's the youngest. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, we love Brian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born and raised here. My wife was raised in, in Midland for a little while and came back to Robinson County. And, mm-hmm. and once she uh, ended up graduating from Brian High School. So uh, we, we love this town. We love this community. Uh, uh, one of the things that my parents have instilled in me is that to, to always remember where you come from mm-hmm. and work hard to make sure you give back to the community that, that helped you be the person that you are. That's awesome. So how are you going to make this transition from currently city council, that's what you've been working on, to a broader county level? Uh, could you talk a little more about um, maybe the differences and, and how you're going to um, handle this job should you be elected for the commissioner's well, court? Well, well, I want, I want to keep the same approach. Okay. Meaning that I want to, I want to keep a close relationship with, with, with my constituents in mm-hmm. Precinct 4. I want to hear what their what their concerns are. How can county help relieve some of the concerns that they have? Mm-hmm. So it's important that we, we we keep an open door policy. We keep ourselves out and out in the county to make mm-hmm. sure the residents can see us and speak to us. It's also important that we we travel our precinct. Sure. And what's insane is that we hit our rural areas and making sure that we are talking to the different constituents out yeah. in the rural county area and seeing what their needs are. Precinct, sorry to interrupt, but is Precinct 4 is both rural and urban, right? It kind it, of has it actually, both. It actually is. It's, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's rural and, and urban. I mean, rural and urban. Okay. And, and again, we know that the majority of the uh, population is urban, mm-hmm. but the, the county's main concern is the rural areas. Yeah. And so, but even I'm glad you said that because it's important that as a county, mm-hmm. as a county commissioner, we still take the concerns of our urban constituents because mm-hmm. they also pay taxes exactly. to us, and, it, and it's important that we listen to them also. Yeah. So uh, uh, that that's very important to me that. I keep the same approach, okay. open door policy, Got it. making sure that uh, you can call anytime I answer the phone mm-hmm. or you can stop by and we yeah. can talk anytime. That's very important to me. Do you think that uh, it's going to be quite a bit harder of a job given that should you win, your constituents will be multiplied by, what, four or five? <laughs> you know, you'll have a lot more of them knocking on your door. you think it's doable? No. To no, keep but, the same approach. I think I think sometimes it may be, mm-hmm. but that's part of scheduling. Yeah. But also, the love that I have for this community is, is undeniable. Sure. So I don't think it would be a big cause. Uh, right now, with my last son graduating from high school, mm-hmm. uh, me and my wife like to think we're about to be empty nesters. <laughs> but we don't know if that's going to yeah. be possible. Right. <laughs> nah. But but it, it's 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 an enjoyable it's enjoyable to to work with with the citizens yeah. of, Bri- of Bryan, uh-huh. and it'd just be just more enjoyable to yeah. work with the, with the, with the citizens of Bryan and Brazos County okay. and College Station. Okay. So, so let's 
talk now about some ideas that you might have, not only for Precinct 4, but also for the entire county that you would hope to get a chance to implement. Okay, one of the things that uh, this council that I've said with is, uh-huh. is we we really went out and tackled some issues uh-huh. that the city has had. And so going into county, uh, I would like to, you know, look over some of the mm-hmm. issues, look over some of the problems and say, hey, this is where I want to tackle it. This is where I want to get started. Yeah. These are the things that we need to do. But also we know Brazos County is a growing population. Right. I mean, we're, we're, we're facing with Interstate 14 coming mm-hmm. in. Uh, Redis Camp is on, on, on the verge of breaking out in the next five years, which is located in Precinct 4. Yeah. So also you have a Triangle Park that's located in mm-hmm. Precinct 4. So some of these things that we're starting to look at is we, we, we're going to have an influx of population. How do we control the growth and make mm-hmm. sure that the things that we need in Precinct 4 and Brazos mm-hmm. County are getting those uh, deals? Yeah. One of the things I ran on as a, as a city councilman when I first ran back in 2016 was affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Affordable okay. housing was one of the deals that it kind of went away. You yeah. know, no one's, everyone stopped talking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I was, I was fortunate enough to be uh, elected to NLC, mm-hmm. National League of Cities Committee, yeah. which was a community and development mm-hmm. uh, advisory committee for oh, NLC. And uh, we met in D.C. a few times, and, and, and it was a nationwide, and still is a nationwide problem, yeah. affordable housing. Oh, yeah. And so what they did was we were affordable housing to workforce housing. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I like the idea that this council has been working diligently mm-hmm. to bring in businesses that will help fuel the workforce house. Mm-hmm. And again, not a McDonald's, not a Dairy Queens, but businesses that mm-hmm. can come in and, and, and suffice what we need as citizens to make sure that we can have the, the American dream like over and home. Larger businesses. Larger businesses. And, and to make sure that we have that yeah. uh, uh, ability. To go out and forward to uh, buy. Because if we look at the housing market, Uh we look at land value, it is skyrocketing. It's crazy. So have you been working on that at the city level, bringing in businesses that um, kind of commit to helping with this workforce housing, making sure that that happens? Or I guess what were you referring to there? Well, one thing that we're referring to is is that if we're able to bring in companies and businesses in Mm -hmm. the brine, the issue would be, Hey, we need that or that price point yeah. of fifteen dollars or up, sixteen dollars and up, to make sure that it it, it equates to mm-hmm. people being able to work a full time job mm-hmm. and being able to afford a house yeah. or a home to live in. I Matter of fact, it's just to make sure people are able to meet, meet rent sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important that we go out to companies that are, that's going to benefit not only uh, the citizen, the mm-hmm. city, but also the citizens. And, and, and that's to me. If you increase the workforce, you yeah. inc- you increase the the, the job uh, opportunities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you find a way to help. <clears throat> yeah, fuel some of the problems that we have with workforce housing. Now, some of the I'm glad you brought that up. Um, in some parts of the country, and it feels like the whole county is rapidly headed this way. <laughs> um, there can be provided. Great jobs, even higher than what you referred to, you know, $19, $20 an hour jobs, and they still can't find housing. Um, do you have any ideas as far as how you could pair what you've already talked about with, you know, better paying jobs for the county, for the precinct, but 
as far as a house house with you know habitat for humanity we do a little bit uh but we can't serve all the need and there just isn't that price point especially for ownership and so that's a hard question yeah. But and I don't know how you quite fix it, but I was curious to see if you thought about it at all. You know, and, and it is it's a, it's a it's a hard problem, and and everyone's out to make the biggest buck they right. can make. At some point in time, you have to find those individuals that are willing, like Habitat, to say, "Hey, I'm about to build it. Maybe I'm not going to make eighty thousand. I'm going to make forty thousand. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not going to make a hundred thousand. I'm going right. to make fifty thousand. And so I think that's an individual mm-hmm. uh, company to make sure. Uh, one of the biggest issues is always uh, having always been price point. Mm-hmm. One of the things is having home on ownership understanding and what it takes to be able to own a home. Yeah, what it takes to be able to buy a home. Yeah. And some of these issues we need to educate the community on what it is to to what it is to own a home. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I remember me and wife bought our house. The date. Debt to ratio was something new to us, mm-hmm. and it had to become a great understanding to us what we oh, need yeah. to do mm-hmm. to make sure. And which that is the one, if I look at my community, mm-hmm. that's probably going to be one of the biggest problems is debt to ratio mm-hmm. uh, of understanding that this is what you need and this is what yeah. you can't buy and you can buy mm-hmm. to make sure you're going to be able to afford or even qualify right. to get a home. Exactly. So I think that's probably one of the bigger issues. Uh, again, I know. Price, uh, the hourly price jobs is a big problem. Mm-hmm. But I think this one here, uh, educating the community on how to buy a house and a home, yeah. is also a big problem. So I think that some of them do go hand in hand. But mm-hmm. the issue that I would like to work on as a county commissioner is also making sure we get the education out there yeah. that the individuals need mm-hmm. that's, that's trying to buy a home that, uh, that feels like they most of most of my community falls in a low income mm-hmm. area. But it, the, it's it's not the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. because there's still a light that if you get the understanding yeah. of how to buy a home mm-hmm. and what it takes to buy a home and yeah. you're willing to make the sacrifices that you need to buy a home, you you, you, you can do it. But that's also giving them an education. The next step is making sure the Brazos County is doing this part to make mm-hmm. sure that we are bringing in businesses yep. and companies that can fulfill this. Okay. So you mentioned bringing in businesses. Um, how exactly did you do that at the um, city level, and then now you're hoping to do it at the county level? Are we talking actual uh, monetary incentives, or how how do you do that? I know each one's different, but how do you bring in a big company like um, what is it, uh, Biothin? I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, uh, it's but. not it's not so much as a city, you know, handing over cash, but it's, all, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's so much of. Uh, making sure that we have the infrastructure mm-hmm. there that certain businesses may oh, okay. need to come in. Also, it may be that we n- might need to give a, a, a tax abatement to a certain sure. uh, uh, company. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're coming in and you're bringing in 200, 300 jobs, mm-hmm. and the average salary is $45,000 a year, mm-hmm. you know, of course, the city may need to give you a tax abatement because what you're doing is, is putting our citizens to work. Yeah. And not only are you putting them to work, but you're giving them that ability to be able to afford a house and buy yeah. a house. Okay. And so th- th- those are some of the ways that we look at, you know, helping uh, or trying to recruit businesses sure. to come in to bring gotcha. and, and help help the community out. Okay. So a couple of things that have been um, kind of going around in the county commissioner's court over the last year, especially, um, 
there's one commissioner I can think of that brings it up quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, it is this idea of broadband for the rural areas, connectivity, um, but specifically the fact that, you know, that there's a lot of funds that have come in federally. And what do you do with those? There are, there are certain uh, rules as far as how you can use them. Uh, but so far, they haven't spent uh, a lot of that money. Are yeah. you familiar with this uh, discussion, and, and do you have any thoughts on broadband or any other uses of those, I guess it's ARPA funds? Yeah. Well, I, I have a, I have a as, as I block walk the county and talk to the county yeah. re, and the rural residents and the county residents, uh, one of the big issues do come up is that Internet service and, yeah. and that, that they have and that they lack of. And so, as a, as a commissioner, it was something that I would want to be uh, sitting in the middle, sitting in a room, and hey, guys, let's tackle this issue. Let's yeah. let's listen and see what we can do. I'm, I don't think it's something we can fix overnight or uh, within a month, but I think it's something that we can work put in put in di- direction mm-hmm. that this is where we want to go. This is where we want to be at a certain yeah. time. And now, how do we get there? How do we start fixing these issues with broadband and Internet service to, to our rural residents? Right. I think it's a very important issue that we need to tackle. But, again, uh, I have to be privileged to the meetings that, sure. <laughs> that they're in and, and their discussions yeah. on, on, on what their ideals are. Right. But I think uh, county staff and county commissioners, mm-hmm. uh, I think it is something that we're going to have to tackle and we're going to have to look at. And I think it's something that we can't kick down the road. It's something we're yeah. going to have to tackle right away because more families, more husband and wives are working from home now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's something that, and, and God forbid, if, if uh, kids are sent home again, that this is what they're going to need to make sure that they can get their homework and, and, and schoolwork yeah. done. So I think it's something that we're going to have to tackle right away mm. as county commissioner. I think that would be one of the things at the top of my list yeah. to make sure that we start tackling the issues for those rural uh, areas. So another uh, rural question um, that we have, being part of Habitat for Humanity, is the affordable housing picture. We touched on <laughs> some of that earlier. But I'm curious your thoughts as far as the rural parts of the county. Is there a place for affordable housing development outside of the city limits? You would think so. I mean, again, I, I, I haven't tackled that many issues because I'm still busy with city work. Yeah. But yeah. but 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 I, I would believe that there is. But again, that would be something that I like to sit down with city staff, uh, county staff, mm-hmm. and kind of go over some issues to say, hey, do we have a, a parcel of land that we could mm-hmm. we could help out with affordable housing? Mm-hmm. You know. And the issue is is when we start talking about affordable housing again, I think we have to go back to the issue of workforce housing. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and uh, what are, what are we going to consider affordable housing? Yeah, now? you know, because right. it, it, it's pretty hard because at the rate that uh, uh, housing material is going up, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's hard to it's build ridiculous. affordable housing. Right? You know, I, I hear now that <laughs> if you're building a house, uh-huh. you, you you pretty much have to order your windows before you sign the contract. Right. So, yeah. so I, I I think it's 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 a conversation that. Uh, that, that needs to happen, and I look forward to as being the next county commissioner that we can tackle some of these issues. And I, and I don't think it would be a very, uh, it may be a very uh, a complicated deal, but I think it's something that we can tackle because yeah. I think most people who run, and as I look at the commissioner's court, a lot of those guys and, and women have a servant's heart. Mm-hmm. So if you have a servant's heart, it's a way for you to figure out a way to help mankind to mm-hmm. uh, achieve some of its goals. Okay. We talked about broadband, but um, 
really going from the affordable housing question, it's kind of difficult to build out there in the rural areas, largely because they're, the infrastructure is Absolutely. different. You know, you got septics, things like that. Um, what is your stance on the rural parts of the county and, and the county getting involved in providing or figuring out a way for companies to provide water, sewer, things like that? What's your stance? Do you think we should or, or shouldn't in the rural, rural areas? Well, a lot of times when you look at those worlds and if you look at businesses that's going to come in, this is what we're talking about, businesses, yeah. right? If you look at businesses and companies, most of the time they're going to be able to done their homework. Yeah. And if you, and they're probably going to want a frontage road, a major frontage road, or a major thoroughway. Mm. And most of those have water lines or sewer lines running, yeah. running through them. So I, I don't think it's a, a complicated deal to do, but... I think if the county really wants that business or that company to come in, mm-hmm. it's something that the county and the city probably need to work together to make sure that uh, they're getting what they need to help the residents of Brazos County. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, again, we go back and we're looking for those businesses. And like you said, I love the idea, $19 mm-hmm. an hour, $20 an hour, $22 an hour, to put people to work. Yeah. And if, if, if we can help provide those kind of jobs, mm-hmm. I really do think that we should be helping those businesses come here and locate here for the long haul. Mm. Not for the short run, but for the long haul, because this is what Brazos County need to put our citizens to work, especially in our low-income areas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, with the couple minutes that we have left, uh, I could keep asking you tons of questions (laughs) all day, but... uh, but to leave it at that for me, I just want to give you an opportunity to, you know, speak to the voters and uh, tell them anything you want to tell them uh, as far as you, your campaign, how you get in touch, anything you want to. Yeah. Well, uh, again, I'm Prince Madison. I'm a lifelong resident of Brazos County. Uh, my family has been here over six generations. Uh, my, my, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, uh, my great-grandfather, they came out of the Edge community. Uh, okay. my, my grandmother's maiden name is Coons, <laughs> and so our family has been here since the late 1860s, wow. and, and and this is home to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we often talk about is, uh, where do we want to be in the next 50 years? Mm-hmm. Where do we want to see our city and county in the mm-hmm. next 50 years? Uh, I think county commissioners have done a great job. One of the things that I look forward to as being the next county commissioner is improving that relationship with county residents or precinct four residents with Brazos County. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the things that we can achieve if we turn out and work together, you know, is there's some battles we may lose and some battles we may win. But the ideal is to make sure that we continue to fight for what, what is good for Brazos County and all of Brazos County, not a particular group of people, but all of Brazos County. So as a county commissioner, that's my idea, to work with everybody, mm-hmm. to make sure that we're doing the things that we need to get done to make sure that Brazos County go forward in the future. Now, I say all of this, and I, and I think I have a really bipartisan approach yeah. to, to, to fixing problems that we have or we may occur a, mm-hmm. as a county commissioner. But I think that being able to work well with other county commissioners and, and, and seek, they, seek their advice as sure. I give my own advice that these are, these are some of the problems that we are having in precinct mm-hmm. for. How do you think that we need to go about fixing it yeah. and listening? And a lot of times I, I learn, and I, me and Councilman Marine, we tease each other all the time when we went in the, <laughs> into city council that we went oh, in yeah. with a bunch of bright ideas. Mm-hmm. 
but the first thing that we learned is that you had to listen. Yeah. And not only do you have to listen to the constituents, but you have to listen to staff also mm-hmm. to figure these things out. And what, what I want to do is keep an open-door policy. I want to be able to listen not only to staff, but I want to be able to listen to my constituents to fulfill the duty that I've signed up to do. I think it's, 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 it's in my heart, it's in my nature to help. And that's what I look forward to doing, is serving the citizens of Brazos County Precinct 4 and of, of Brazos County. Again, I like to emphasize that I'm here for all residents because as a commissioner, I wouldn't represent just Precinct 4, but I represent all of Brazos County. But it, my concern will always be with Precinct 4 to make yeah. sure that we're getting the things and, and having the things that we need yeah. uh, to, to survive and to uh, move forward along with the rest of Brazos County. Got it. And when's the election for the yeah. Democratic primary? Early voting is May 16th okay. through the 20th, and voting day is May 24th. May 24th. I think it's, in, it's important that individuals get back out and vote. Uh, I think one of the problems that we look at as a runoff election is a small percentage of the population getting back out oh, and voting. Yeah. But I think if the citizens get out and vote, it shows that Brazos County is moving in the right yeah. direction. Okay. Well, this has been Prentice Madison running mm-hmm. for Precinct 4 County Commissioner's Court. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for having me, Joe. <laughs> The Think Brass's podcast is brought to you by Bryan College Station Habitat for Humanity. Our mission is a community where everyone can afford a home they're proud of. Habitat is a 501c3 charitable organization, so we do not make political endorsements. If you'd like to support our work in the community, you can make a tax-deductible donation online at habitatbcs.org. The Think Brass's podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts and on our website at thinkbrasses.org. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel if you'd prefer to watch videos of our conversations. Thanks for listening, and just remember, think local, think Brazos.